Hi everybody, I'm Peter Travers. Welcome to Popcorn, where we tell you what is popping in the culture. And people, you, you all have Netflix, so get on it and watch this movie, Handsome. Uh, it stars my very handsome guest, Jeff Garland. In, uh, well, I'm not going to say what it is. I'm just going to say you have to see it. So Jeff, welcome. What an honor. Well, they was, have to see it. They have to see it. They have no what choice. They shouldn't. What's the excuse to not watch By it? By the way, what I would like is if people actually like me and they're going to watch it, if you're not into it after like 10 minutes, <laughs> Netflix knows if you turn it off or not. They do? Yeah, they have all, those, they have all the numbers. So let it finish so and go have lunch. <laughs> or just go out to dinner, but keep your TV on and keep it rolling. So they think, oh, people love it. They keep watching it till the end. <laughs> no one has ever told anyone to go out and have lunch on yes, the show before yes. during their show. So yes. look, another first from yes. you, Jeff Garner. Yes, you know? yes. But let's just start with, before I just lose control, which I'm happy to do. You know, I'm just, happy to have you. I mean, you know, control. it's just like don't do Patty it. Duke on me. But you know, you're <laughs> in Valley of the Dolls. Yeah, yeah, that's my favorite. All right, so handsome. Yes, I want to start because I don't know how you have time to do anything. You have the Goldbergs going on, and you do podcasts. You're doing six other shows. You're just working all the time. Yes, and yet you said I'm going to make a movie for. I don't want to confuse people that handsome is a series. Because well, hopefully it should I'll do be. more of them. You should do more of them. Well, hopefully, if, if people watch it, we will do more Netflix mystery movies, not only with my character, Handsome, but other characters. So when you came up with the idea, you thought, I want to play a character called Handsome, because everybody says, Handsome, get in this office. Handsome, <laughs> I need to see you now. Well, yes, yes. I just think in terms of it'd be really cool if people said Handsome all the time. <laughs> and I, thought, I also thought of the billboards, Jeff Garland is Handsome. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Not just in, yeah. but he is handsome. I'm handsome. Yeah. And now all that has come true. Yes. And because you don't, what you do in this and what you do in a lot of your work, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, anything that you do, doesn't seem to follow the formula. Right. I could just, because before we went on, I told you that I saw not only Columbo in this, but a lot of Robert Altman's A Long Goodbye, right. which has a kind of deadpan takes its time through right. the worst grotesque murder, yes. you know, to do it. Yeah. So did they try to do an intervention on you and say, come on, you can't do this? Oh, God, no. That's the reason you work for Netflix. They hire people they believe in and let them do what they do. Well, that's just that's like a magic. fantasy. That doesn't happen in life. Well, it's happening now yeah. oh, wow. in the world of Netflix, you know. It's, it's an honor to make. I'm making another movie for them this summer. and You didn't want the time off, did you? No. <laughs> By the way, I love napping, and I love uh, a week off, you know, more than a week, and I go crazy. But I'm good for a week, mm -hmm. and I love a good nap, so I like resting. See? Don't get me <laughs> wrong. Not too but, much but, of it. But, you know, you have to strike while the iron's hot. I have an opportunity to direct uh, another film that I would star in. Why would I not do that? And something I really want to do, so... Because I think this, the potential for sequels or follow-ups is so great. Yeah, you know, still so. handsome. Yeah. You know? It's still handsome. <laughs> yeah. What, handsome one more time. time. Yeah. It's just like too great. Yeah, yeah. But just tell the people who he is, who this uh, well, Gene Handsome. Gene Handsome mm. is a homicide detective in Los Angeles. And he is a really great homicide detective. And he's pretty horrible at life. Which, by the way, I'm pretty good at life. I'm kind of chill, you know what I mean, yeah. man? But I don't find making films or television or doing stand-up, I don't find any of that uh, stressful. 
I find life can be stressful. You know, <laughs> I so, don't think you're going to get an argument. No, from but I'm saying people. so. I I had that theme in the movie of someone who's really good at their job, but in their personal life, they're not a jerk, but they're not. They're having trouble. You know, I think there's a lot of people like that. So people can associate with that. But Gene Handsome, yeah, he does. He has some relationship issues. Yes. He has the issue with the cookies. Yes, he, he, he's trying to be healthy, such as I. <laughs> yeah. I try and put in, no matter what I do, I try and things that, put in things that resonate with me. I never think about the audience in terms of, oh, this will resonate with the audience. If I do what's true to me, I hope that people can associate with it. It's kind of like what self-reliance is, you know? You, you, you ask that one question, and then everyone goes, oh, I wish I asked that. Exactly. But you don't know until you ask it. <laughs> you don't. You yeah. don't know anything. Yeah. But, you know, this is so different as a thing because the murderer basically is revealed. The first scene. In the first scene. The very first scene. Stephen <laughs> Weber gets out of a swimming pool, looks in the camera and says, hi, I'm Stephen Weber, and I play the murderer in this handsome <laughs> mystery movie. So right away. So how do tone, you go for lunch when you see that? You don't. No. You just don't. Well, hopefully they'll stay, stay there. That's before the credits. And then I got a really cool credit sequence that I hope people enjoy with the hula hoop girl. And then um, I hope people dig the movie. It's the best thing in terms of what I make. It's the best thing I've ever done. And I hope people dig it. I'll never be one to tell people something's great. I'm really proud of it. So I hope people dig it. Well, I can tell them. So yes. I can say it. Yes, you can, you can. sit there very modest and say no. It's Truthfully like a, modest. Okay, you know. But by the it. way, I am thrilled that you dig it. I, I am mean, thrilled. you know what gets me? There? I don't want to give too much away because there's really nothing to give away. You right. set it up so yeah. we all know who did it. Yeah. But the fact is, there's a scene very early on with you and Natasha Leone where you're just in the car oh, and yeah. doing movie reviews, and you're saying that you saw the greatest movie that ever was. San which Andreas. is San Andreas. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and then instead of her saying, what's wrong with you? She says, yes. <laughs> the best movie it's ever. the best movie ever made. Yeah, yeah. Where does that come from? It comes from me thoroughly enjoying San Andreas for all the right reasons. reasons right? Which we mentioned in the thing. <laughs> it's like if you, that, The Rock, The Rock and Liam Neeson, I think are the two that tend to make movies that, it doesn't matter. Like, you just, if you just jump into the joy of whatever's going on, mm -hmm. it's great. It's great. I mean, certainly San Andreas is a horrible movie, <laughs> but it's the greatest movie ever made. That's right. On yeah. one level, yeah. horrible. Yeah. On the other. On the other level. And so I just started riffing about it, and she agreed with me. <laughs> and it was great. You know, that was not even written. That was just like, a, like let's talk about San Andreas. That's all I said. <laughs> that was and it. And then we did it, yeah. And then it just happens yeah. that way. Yeah. So me sitting there looking at it is yeah. just can't get the smile off my face. Oh, well, that's Because very kind that of you. is what's going on in right. this. And that's why I think it's unusual because most television, sad to say, unless it's outside of the network, right. <laughs> says we have to hit these beats. Well, the network's all about trying to appeal to everyone. Netflix. The difference is they have to offer something to everyone. Something. Not necessarily my movie, not necessarily Fuller House, or whatever other things. There's so, there has to be something for, for everyone amongst it. Whereas on a network, they're trying to make everything in the one thing. You know, yeah. that's, 
that you can't win. The only people that do that really are like, that's when something's brilliant. See, that's the thing. Networks are trying for to be brilliant. And really, who's brilliant? Pixar is brilliant. Pixar, their movies will appeal to the highest level of intelligence and the dumbest people on earth. You know, <laughs> someone will get something out of it. Yeah. And that is truly brilliance. Well, it is because it's impossible that. to do. It's, it's pretty much impossible you know? to do. So that's what network television strives to do. And how can they do anything but fail? <laughs> so it's too bad. It's yeah. over. Even though you're currently on a network show, this network show. Oh, the Goldbergs. The Goldbergs, yes, there it is. Families love it. Families love See, it. See, now almost you could say this show is geared towards families. You know, it's the number one show on television for families watching, watching together. together. So there you go. That's sort of almost like the Netflix thing. You're appealing to one thing. We want families to watch this. And I'm really proud of it. And I'm lucky to be on it. Well, you know, look, when you're on the Goldbergs, yeah. you're loud. Yeah. You got no pants on most yeah. of the time. Sometimes, yes. Yeah. Handsome. He's kind of quieter. Uh, yeah, he just lays it back there. Yeah. It's like... Uh, I, but I personally am a fan of melancholy. Are you? I, I, love, the, I love melancholy. I, I, every stand-up comic in the same way that came up the way you did probably is a fan of melancholy. Yeah. Because part of that life has to be... Quite melancholy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've spent many a nights alone in a hotel room. <laughs> yes. Miserable. But maybe yeah. watching movies like San Andreas, who knows? What By the doing. way, but that's one of the joys of being on the road, being able to watch on your TV in the hotel room, San Andreas. And by the way, how do you think I saw it? I saw <laughs> it, I was, I was performing somewhere or doing publicity, something, and I watched it in the hotel room, and I was giddy. I was so happy. Well, I'm sure you're going to get a lot of nice notes from The Rock. Well, that'd be nice. That would be nice. Yeah. He's got to appreciate. I've what never met him, with that. but I'm I'm pro rock. He's <laughs> delightful. Good to know. He is. Look, I look forward to Baywatch. Why wouldn't I? It could be terrible. I'm gonna love it. <laughs> well, everybody feels that way. Yeah. You don't have to be guilty about it. You, you don't just though. go and do it. You just go just and do it. it. You know. It's 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 just joyful, man. So you know, not everything has you to be high art. You don't have to have art. the art, but. What you said before about how difficult it is to be everything to everyone. You can't do that. The Godfather's the Godfather because it is. Right. It just looks like, and it is artful. Yeah. And at the same time, what's going on, you can just sit there and just yeah. let go of it. Well, that's it. why The Sopranos was so that's successful. Right. That's same thing. See, we have the formula, people. This is it. Go it to is. Jeff. Yeah, go, go to Jeff. Find something that's what, brilliant. Yeah. What, what formed you? What formed What me? formed you? Who, how... Did you become this man sitting in front of me now? Well, um, besides wonderful parents yeah, um, and wonderful friends and all that, I've always loved comedy, but even more so. Like, for example, when I sit back and relax, I like listening to Marvin Gaye's What's Going On, which is about as dark and melancholy an <laughs> album. That's more of where I go mm -hmm. when, I, when, I, when I'm alone. And I would have to say what formed me, and I already mentioned it earlier. I mean, movies defined who I am really? unequivocally. Movies, movies, movies. And I, say, I would say I'm most influenced by Frank Capra. Yes, uh, uh, um, uh, Preston Sturgis, too. But there's something about watching uh, Mr. Deeds, uh, uh, um, uh, and films like that that helped me, or uh, um, any of his movies, where it helped form me as a person. Like I, 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 my dream 
By the way, the one thing I would love to do is do a movie with a big enough budget that is akin to a Preston Sturgis movie. And they haven't made those for years. Well, no. And yeah. you know, well, I mean, it takes Robert Riskin, who writes a beautiful script, and a talent like uh, Preston Sturgis, and having someone like Jimmy Stewart or Gary Cooper star in your movies. It's You're not, not so asking easy. for much. I'm not asking for much. <laughs> but that is really, if there's one goal that I would love to achieve, it's doing something like that. But in terms of everything, Curb is back. Curb Your Enthusiasm yes. is coming back. This fall, yes. So what's happening? We're almost done. What's yeah. going to happen in it? Well, I can't. I'm not allowed to oh, say. Oh, come on. What does Larry David do to you? Here's, here's what I will You're say. You're the exec producer of yeah, that thing. Yeah, well, with him also. I know, but, but please. But here's the thing. It's, it, it's coming back. It's been five years. It's coming back with all the things about it that people love. But it's not following any big formula. The storyline is rather insane. Like, people are going to go, I can't believe they're doing this. That's what they're going to say. And I don't often think that with our show. A lot of times the people tell me they're uncomfortable, and I think about the scene they're talking about, and I remember thinking, what's for lunch? Oh, like, right. Well, we're filming it. Right. I'm not thinking anything else. And, uh, no, so uh, it's, it's, it's going to be, I, I'm really proud of it. And it's more fun than any season that I've had before. The muscle memory uh. of going back something that disappeared for five it, it years. It felt like putting on an old pair of shoes. It was Did nothing. It? So there was nothing in the hiatus that made you feel, oh, God, I no. just, I, I, who is this guy I play? Nope, nothing. It was, it was just, first scene I shot was with Larry and J.B. Smoove, who plays Leon. And um, it was, we all began laughing because it felt just, there was no hiccups, there was nothing. But I mentioned earlier, because we were talking about with the camera, there oh, might right. be a delay. Thanks. But here's the thing on Curb Your Enthusiasm, and this has happened for years. Larry and I will be getting ready to start a scene. Cameras are rolling, and I look at him, and he looks at me, and we have no idea what the scene's about. <laughs> Not a clue. So we have to cut and go, can someone tell us what we're doing? And then they tell us, and we turn it back on and start rolling. Because we don't rehearse. We never nothing. rehearse. No, nothing. No. So it just has to all flow. Yeah, to but, do but there are times where we had no idea what we were shooting. Had to be told. But that keeps it fresh. Yeah, it keeps it as fresh as anything yeah, can be. Yeah. Luckily, you guys know what you're doing in terms of improv. It is yeah. lucky that we know what we're doing, you know. Look, there's lots of things in life I can't do. One thing I can do is improvise. Like my stand-up, I don't have an act. I just go up and start talking. That's it. That's all I've done. So... There's you having a life, married, two yeah. kids. Yeah. What, what does your family think of you? Are they critical when they see something? That they you have do? no interest. No interest at all. Yeah, like my children, I'll say, you want to come to dad's show? Do you want to, uh, like my son James, my older boy, he just worked as a PA, production assistant, mm -hmm. on Curb Your Enthusiasm this season. Mm -hmm. It was delightful to be with him. I love my boys. They let me kiss them still. Oh. They're 17 and 21. I <laughs> hug them and I kiss them. I love them. Oh. Um, so it's great being with them. But really, they're not impressed by me. They have no interest. Same with my wife. No one cares. <laughs> but that's okay. That's so they're okay. the ones when Handsome is on that are going to leave it on and then go have lunch. <laughs> they no. won't even turn it on. <laughs> No. It's a, a ringing endorsement no, 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 from uh, the family to do this. That's my boys great. will probably put on the Eric Andre show and watch that and ignore me. But uh, the thing is, I, even my family, I don't need anyone. 
I mean, I want people to watch this so I can make more things, and I hope they dig it and it eases their pain. Because I think that's my job as a comedian and a filmmaker is to ease people's pain. Life is so challenging and so hard and can be so overwhelming that it's nice to go into a world where you get lost. Oh, I'm not feeling the pain right now. I'm in this world. And I like that. That's, that's, that to me is the highest level of what I do. They're calling for you to be taken away from me, which is just a terrible thing. By the way, but, I, I, I don't believe you. I, well, I think you're I, wrapping up the show. Do that. Who's wrapping it? Do that. That's what yeah. I say. No, she, they, your people yeah. are calling. That's right. Not my people. That's you right. made it sound like they're, you said they're oh, calling your people. I can't no, see your it's people. it's your people. I can't see Things your people. Okay. I can't. I, I want to shout your people. I'm I talk no, that's not true. No. I've never shouted before. You're like... No, you... You did it. It was your people. That's you understand? Satisfying. You're the most lovable guy. <laughs> no, it's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> Reading you in Rolling Stone for years, I've loved your writing, but I didn't know that you were this. I discovered it following you on Instagram. I'm like, oh, he seems like a great guy. He has a dog. And, here's, and watching Popcorn <laughs> and being here with you, you are the sweetest man. Well, see, there's people that I know want me dead, but you're sweet to say that. Well, by the way, you know, yeah. it's none of your business. If they want it's you none dead. of my business, except when they threaten me yeah. and I can get a little Who's scared. threatening Well, I you? can't say that here because there'd okay. be lawsuits, right. but we'll do that. Anyway, this show ends in song, always. Oh, tell always me about Always in this. song. Tell me, yes. A little something that's in your head that will tell that audience out there, basically, who Jeff Garland is. Yeah. I don't know what you listen to. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't. Uh-huh. But there must be something musical. I don't know. What's popping in my head? head. I what can is? improvise one, but I'm also, the song Common People by Pulp is popping in my head. <laughs> I want to live like common people. I want to be like common people. Uh, but in all sincerity, I'm going to sing something. Do it. All right. I want sincerity. Peter. Oh, Peter. It's been such a delight to be with you. Yes, I hid my sparkling water from the delicious Poland spring. <laughs> yes, there was fresh popcorn of a secret origin in nature. But I love being here because you're full of joy and you're smart and it's delightful and it's wonderful to be with you, Peter Travers, in this world we live in. <laughs> All right, Thank well, you, Peter. I want a copy of that. Please have it sent to me. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you sir. so much. Thank you.